Hello, and welcome to Allegheny County Library's first episode of Let's Get Lit. You're thinking, oh dear, Miss Rona has gone to the librarian's heads, they're going wild. But no, this is where we talk about exciting titles so you, our patrons, can know what to read next. We will be talking about hot new titles to the library and also still burning titles, which may be older, but are ones we have loved. Let's Get Lit is available in video format on the ACLS YouTube as well as in podcast format on Apple, Google, and Spotify, so you can subscribe for updates when we release new episodes. Let's Get Lit will be bi-monthly and we would love your feedback as we do this. Contact information will be in the description as well as at the end of the episode. Any titles mentioned will have links to our catalog in the description as well. Now, let's get lit. I'm Ellie. I'm Shane. I'm Liz. I'm Laura. And today's topic, we're going to be focusing on spooky reads. I'm reading or read Mexican Gothic by Sylvia Marino Garcia. I believe that's how you pronounce it. A fan of classic horror, anything gothic, haunted houses, anything like that, you will enjoy this book. Um, It's also really, really well written. The heroine in the book is a phenomenal character. You really get into what she's feeling and thinking. Because she's not a traditional heroine. She's, also, she's like a, a, a 1950s, 60s socialite. Mm-hmm. So she's very different from what you would think of a, a heroine. And when you first start reading her, you're just like, I'm not going to like this character. But you quickly realize you do. And um, it's gross in all the right ways. It's fantastic. So I recommend it. I liked her right away. She's Did very you? sophisticated. She's very sophisticated. And it's a very haunting atmosphere. Yes. And it gets even, I don't know where you're at in it, but... It's, there is a fantastic atmosphere. It's it's very reminiscent of fall, mm-hmm. and um, it's really t- it has some really timely content in it that I don't often find in a classic horror book. Um, it makes you think. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. So I highly highly recommend. It. I wanted to mention a new comic book that's been added in trade paperback form and as individual is- issues on uh, Hoopla, and we just got the trade paperback in print form uh, in the catalog. It's called Something is Filling the Children. The writer is James Tinney IV. You might know him from Batman. He did a great run on that. The series is about your worst fears staring back at you when you go trying to find a monster that's been killing kids in a small town. Uh, their only hope of finding and eliminating the threat is the arrival of a mysterious stranger, one who believes the children and claims to see what they can see. Her name is Erica Slaughter. She kills monsters. That is all she does, and she bears the cost because it must be done. Something is killing the children. And you said that is a graphic novel? That is a graphic novel. That is a genre that I am very, just ask Allie, I'm very weak in that genre, but that sounds like something that someone like myself, who is just usually reading the regular novels, I would definitely give that a try. Check it out. It does have extreme graphic violence in it, though. I mean, against children. I can handle it. <laughs> I, no, but honestly, for someone like me, because that's, that would be something that I would be interested enough in to move to a different type format than something I'm used to. Awesome. So I'm, that's going to be on my list as well, Shane. So I'm going to talk about some Baptist books. Go for it. So one is a J fiction, and it's called The Graveyard Book by Neil Gaiman. It was excellent. It won a Newbery and a Carnegie Medal. So that's really the top. Mm-hmm. And the narrator was Neil Gaiman. What else can I say? It's just can narrate everything. Oh, it's amazing. amazing. It was excellent. You can narrate the fan book. And it's a yeah. I'd listen, yeah. So it's about Nobody Owens, and his nickname is Bod. And he's a normal kid, 
He would be completely normal if he didn't live in a graveyard and wasn't being raised by ghosts. But he can't leave the graveyard because there's a man named Jack who's already killed his family and is looking to kill him. I, I recommend this to adults. I loved it. <laughs> I think kids. I've recommended it to kids, too. Mm -hmm. So. And it's a J book, right? It is a yeah. J book, it's right? It's a J book, but it's really good. Neil Gaiman can really do anything. He can uh, pivot to making a, a strictly a, a scary coming-of-age mm -hmm. uh, novel, which is what I found graveyard book, graveyard book really effective as. Transporting that familiar trope of a kid growing up in an unfamiliar situation and um, transplanting it into a graveyard where the caregivers are ghosts. Mm -hmm. And uh, it works really well, and it's also scary. Yes, right. But not too scary. Right. No, not too scary. I mean, if we're going to talk about graveyards, a not-so-spooky book, Lincoln and the Bardo, oh. which is much more humorous. It's not really a mystery thriller, though, so... It is, a, but graveyard, I mean... If we're talking about graveyards, yeah. now, Lincoln and the Bardo, which follows Lincoln's son, Willie. He's been put to rest in the graveyard, but it's about all the other ghosts in this graveyard and their lives and how they died, and it is hilarious on top of that, but it does deal with deeper subjects mm -hmm. with Lincoln coming to terms with Lily's death and the war. All in the middle of the Civil War. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It takes a little while. The format is very weird. It, it's a different... It, it takes yeah. a little bit to get into it, but once you're into it, you, you just fly through it. And plus, I think that one book has like over 30 narrators or something. The audiobook's really good. Yeah. I, I actually read the... It's like the you're in the midst of all of them. And it's, they it's they really banter well and they just make fun of each other. I would recommend the audiobook on that one before the print book. No, see, I yeah. like the print one. Yeah, yeah I like yeah. the audio. Yeah. I remember you saying that. I didn't Could read it or audio. listen to it, but I remember Allie saying yeah. she had to read it. Listening to it was too difficult. Maybe really? it was too, too many. Maybe it's because I read yeah. it first and then listened to it. Maybe. Maybe. So anyone who's not into the uber spookiness. You can't do a scary book session without Stephen King, um, whom I sure, love very sure, much. Don't I, Allie? One of my favorite writers, one of the best writers of all time. Well, I guess it could be either an older title or a new title. I read it in May, but because of the pandemic, it's really just now making its way into the branches. I know it's on... Um, Libby, we have audiobook of it. We have large print. We have the regular print here. It's four novellas. Um, the last one, The Rat, is my favorite. Um, my twin brother also read it, and he likes the last one as well. But they're all good. Um, there's a recurring character in one in the title story, If It Bleeds. So um, classic Stephen King. I like them all. He ends all of them really well. Uh, sure. My, mm -hmm. my favorite Stephen King is actually when he does novellas. Yes, know, me too. Different Seasons is, is probably my favorite of his. Full Dark No Stars is probably my favorite collection. Yeah. And it's the four no novellas, and I love them. When he has a, a limit on what he's going to do, <laughs> yeah. he's at his best. So. I mean, he yeah. writes people, though, honestly, people in small towns yeah. better than anybody. Yeah. Like, it's just... Uh, it's amazing. The Americana slang. And yes. The, uh, the familiarity is just yeah. unparalleled. And it's people just, normal people, mm -hmm. just living a normal life, yeah. and then strange things happen. Right. And so, that's why I love him. And if he ever wants to come to the Allegheny County <laughs> Library System, we would love to have you. <laughs> Anytime. Just let me know. We'll remove all vans from the premises. <laughs> yeah, yes, absolutely. And we won't have anyone dressed like a clown. I wanted to talk about something that's been recently added to Canopy, um, 
and as a DVD uh, in the Allegheny County Library System. And that is, I would say, more of a thriller, but also very horrific. Uh, the 2007 movie by David Fincher, Zodiac. It's about the Zodiac killer and the, um, the murders he committed in the um, San Francisco area in the late 60s and early 70s, and the investigation uh, led by uh, Mark Ruffalo, Robert Downey Jr., and Jake Gyllenhaal, and the futility of trying to catch the Zodiac Killer. It is a movie that really digs deep into the horror tropes that you'd expect from David Fincher. He's responsible for uh, Seven, um, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, American Version, Fight Club. So there's that gritty kind of feel that he brings, but it also is very uh, period detail centric. Honestly, will stay with you for a long time after you see it because it doesn't provide you with you know, answers, as everyone knows, Zodiac is not caught. Um, so it's really about the aftermath of the crimes, which are actually depicted on screen in the, the first half of the film. Uh, but after that, it is more about trying to suss out this killer and the mental um, strain it takes on those responsible for finding him. It also has one of the most horrific scenes that you'll see in any movie, and it take place, takes place in broad daylight. Um, if you like that kind of investigative journalism or investigative work, thoroughly enjoy Zodiac. And the scary thing about it is, and you kind of lose that, and then it comes, the thought comes back to you, this all happened. Yep. It's all 100%, it happened. One more thing, it is an older book, but the series recently came out, I'll Be Gone in the Dark, uh, book okay, by Michelle yes. McNamara. Oh. If anyone enjoyed the HBO series that just recently concluded, Amateur Sleuth, who managed to uncover things that professionals could never dream of. Mm, right. It's a wonderful tale of like sticking with something and try, find, finding your voice. Something you're not even her, comfortable mm -hmm. or people wouldn't give you the credit right. for doing. Her right. life was like dedicated to it. Right. She right. Uh, died before the book was published. Right. Right. Oh, are you serious? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Spoiler alert. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, well, no, but still, I didn't read all of that. that. I looked up her husband. Because that I'm like, that man looks so familiar to me. Is he an actor? Yes. And he, yes. he is an actor. <laughs> so as I was watching it, I was researching that by iPad. I'll check it out. I thought I mentioned yeah. it in the beginning that she I did not remember. Yeah. No. Because I, I was like, oh man, that's sad. That is horrible. Don't just spend your life on that and then not to get to see the end result. Well, now I'm hooked. So. so. You find it is more. Uh, Terrific to actually listen to an audiobook of a scary story or to actually read it yourself? I think it would depend on who the narrator is. That affects me a lot with audiobooks. Um, I actually uh, enjoy very much when Stephen King narrates one of his own books. I like listening to him. But I think with something like that, with the historical, something that I've researched myself, all the actual factual stuff, I prefer reading it. But I think it's just in how well, you Ruth like Ware's it. Well, Ruth Ware's Turn of the Key was extra creepy on audio because the narrator does like the creaky sounds. Yeah. Yes. And, like, yes. and the whole time I was like, is someone in my house, house. right now? Like, so well, in the historian, yeah. which is I read I read the print version and um, but then I listened to it later and it scared me. Yeah. <laughs> like the music and the voice of yeah. um, it adds um, that extra Vlad Tempest. Yes. Yeah. So I guess, yeah, I think maybe probably audio. 
An interesting question. I'll have to think about that yeah. further. Speaking of Ruth Warren, she has a new one. Yeah. One by one. A company retreat. A Avalanche strands them and then uh the trap with their co-workers? Yeah, the trap with their co-workers oh, and then uh slowly. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> it was still alive. How many members? He's making it out. Okay, yeah, He's making her out alive. Yeah. Let me just <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you. Let me just <laughs> tell you one by one. I'm she never disappoints. No, I'm on hold for her. What's yeah. your favorite? I had that on hold, but I had to send it back. Because you had too I much. Did, I have too many. They keep coming up. Three the at struggle. a time. The struggle is real. Yes. So <laughs> it is a struggle to get through them um, in a week. Yes. So well, it's always have, what you have to do. Because we all have holds on everything. So. Right. Uh, I like the turn of the key. Mm -hmm. And yes. I listened to that. I really liked it. Yes. I listened to yes. In the Dark Dark <laughs> yes. Woods, too, but I like the turn of the key. Yeah. Yes. And also, a shout out for Lovely Bones, which was one of my favorite books. I read it years ago. You recommended <laughs> it to me when I was a patron. Yes, and I recommended it to a lot of patrons, and book club have read it. So, it's about a girl named Susie Salmon, after the fish, Salmon. <laughs> and she was 14, and she was murdered. And it is full of hope and humor, suspense and even joy. She's there in the background watching her family and watching her killer. She's narrating yeah. her after yeah. story. Yeah. Yeah. Plus there's a movie. Do not watch it. Yeah, don't watch, no, the, don't movie. watch the movie. No, don't no, watch the movie. Well, I watched the movie. Yeah. I read the book and then I watched the movie and it was... Read the it book It is first. a difficult subject. Yeah. It is yeah, the movie... The young girl. The movie for which Ryan Gosling famously gained 100 pounds uh, by melting ice cream and, eat, and drinking it, and then he oh, found out that to try. he <laughs> found out that he did not get the part. It looked too. Oh, uh, Mark Wahlberg, Mark right? Wahlberg, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Huh. Okay. If you're gonna watch the movie, please read the book first. Right. Please read well, the book first. You should do that for any everything. Right. Absolutely. But honestly, for this one, it should come with a caution label. Please read the <laughs> book first. End of October by Lawrence Wright. And it was actually written pre-pandemic. Um, but it is about a worldwide pandemic. Mm -hmm. And um, we do have it. I know it's on Libby and we actually have it. And it was um, probably the scariest of everything I've talked about today because reading it and then living it. through it. Because <laughs> I've read a lot of the end of the world, like the firemen and the stand and the end of these world, like pandemic type things. But never have I read a pandemic book where I was like, well, that's currently happening and that's currently happening. So it makes it really real. And he also explains how how the virus transmits from, you know, birds to other animals to humans. And I'm not a science person by any means. Trust me on that one. You all know. Um, but so he, he explains it. But so there's a science in it, but it's not overwhelming where you're not into the story. Mm -hmm. And I understood what he was saying. And I, I actually... It made me understand a little bit about transmission and stuff. And nobody is safe in this yeah. book. Um, it doesn't matter who the character is, nobody is safe. Mm -hmm. um, and you really, he transports you into that world. And it's just, it's so timely. And it's by far the scariest of any of the books I've talked about because it's so, it's super relevant. Yeah. There's so, a lot of pandemic books on their way. Yes. To the but this, too. this one was completed <laughs> before. Yeah. And, but it, it's, it's, if you read it or listen to it, however you want to, you know, to mm -hmm. enjoy it, you will be amazed at how timely it is. 
Um, but yes, it's by far the scariest thing I've read in a very long time. That reminds so. me, the way you describe it, uh, the scientific aspect being compelling as well as the storyline. Yeah. Reminds me of World War Z. Yes, you know, yes, very, yes. It was a, uh, a compilation of uh, anecdotes about the uh, virus, zombification mm -hmm. spreading, um, so you can read it in an academic sense, but also had a really, really compelling story. Because you care about the characters yeah. so much. I want to do a shout out to books that are or in a series, or written by the same author. Chanel Clayton mm -hmm. has a new book out, and it's The Last Train to Key West. The books, there are two other books, Next Year in Havana and When We Left Cuba. Also, she has a new one coming out, so watch out for it, The Most Beautiful Girl in Cuba. That comes out in the spring. They Went Left by Monica Hesse. It is about <laughs> after the aftermath of World War II. And the young girl's looking for her brother. You'll find out the truth, but it's a haunting tale. Also, a shout out to Alice Hoffman's new book. Oh, yes. Uh -huh. It's coming out called Magic Lessons, but it's a prequel to Practical Magic. Which yes. I have read. Placed in 1600 Salem. Yes. That's where she learns her magic. Oh. Also, read Practical Magic before you watch the movie. <laughs> that should happen. I, I didn't think read people realized that. that it was a book. Yeah, it was a book, and the book is good. <laughs> I'm not saying the movie isn't. I'm just another book that's coming out. I just want everybody to know. Yes, I saw the author talk. He was excellent, and it is Frederick Backman, oh, and his people. new book yes, is anxious, anxious people. people. He was excellent, and he almost reminded me of a curmudgeon, like Uva. <laughs> He was great. And this Curmudgeons are my favorite kind of thing. It's a lovable curmudgeon. It, yeah. Well, and this book, this book. Yeah. I'm a curmudgeon, so. This book is very good. It's, of course, different than that. But What else you got, Allie? What okay, else is new? From some other authors that you might know, and I'm going to go into details. A lot of these are part of a series. Shadows and Death by J.D. Robb, which is the newest in her in-death series. Uh, Troubled Blood by Robert. Gilbreth. Just read it. Fifth in the series. Excellent. Camino Wins by John Grisham, which is the sequel to Camino Island. Michael Connolly has Fair Warning Out, which is The Law of Innocence, which is the sixth in the Lincoln Lawyer series. Louise Penny has All the Devils Are Here. Daniel Steele's got one, doesn't she? Yeah, Daniel Steele has... A Royal or The Royal? Uh, all glit That Glitters. All That Glitters. She yeah, has so many of those. Yeah, she's got two, because one's just making its way. So, right. yeah. She's got a couple new ones. Yeah. Hildebrand? Yeah. Uh, she has Troubles in Paradise. Ken Follett has a prequel to the All yes. the Pillars of the Earth, The Evening and the Morning. I'm 120 pages in. It's excellent. Even if you've never read any of the other Pillars of the Earth series, which we have all of them. Uh, and Jody Picoult has yes. The Book of Two Ways. Yes. About the choices that you can make in life. Yes. Similar to that is The Midnight Library. Yes. I'm on which, hold for that. Yeah, it's getting a lot of buzz. <laughs> yes, you can go to the library and you can see every choice that you could have made in life. And it's... You know, just getting and your companion is your friendly librarian who has <laughs> steered you right in so many choices. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, it is your friendly childhood librarian. Yeah. Uh, Harrow the Ninth just came out in August, oh, um, which is a sequel to Gideon the Ninth um, mm -hmm. by Tamsin Muir. Uh, fantasy horror tropes, but completely comedic. Oh, okay. Yes. yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm always looking for different things because oh, I tend so to read good. the same type of thing. The first one, it's a 
an interesting it's a, like the magic system is kind yeah. of weird but oh, it's okay. not yeah it's yeah. deep it's deep but the characters are just hilarious yeah. like you're just not used to that complex of a world and then just characters that are just like whatever <laughs> it's a learning curve like with any book that has a system in it okay it's really really well done yeah, yeah that sounds good i was very attached to the characters by the end i've been very nervous to continue <laughs> but see that's a good thing <laughs> that's what i like yeah yeah there's a lot of good stuff coming yeah. out Thank you for joining us for Let's Get Lit. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out on future episodes. We will see you next month for more great titles. If you have any questions, suggestions, or want recommendations, please contact us either in the comments section, by giving us a call, or by emailing us at letsgetlit at allegheny